how do you get traction when you don't have a name in the marketplace or you don't have a lot of resources to get your business off the ground? Well, that's what we're going to talk about in this episode of What's the Secret? My special guests today are Jamie and Gina Atkinson. They're a couple. They're the force behind the Changemakers podcast, which if you haven't listened to that, it's amazing. Their, their interaction, their energy, they're just the fun they have on that show is contagious. They're also the creators of the podcast Profit Lab, a stellar community for using podcasts to profit and grow not just your audience, but also your service practices. So they know their stuff. They were actually featured by Russell Brunson at one of his ClickFunnels events. They were asked to come on and uh, teach about podcasting. And what's interesting about that is that they were just members in the ClickFunnels group. And they, you know, they slowly, by contributing, bringing value to that group, ended up on stage with Russell talking about podcasts. And, I, you know, we talk about this in the interview, and this is something you should definitely listen to and take notes on because most people get this entirely wrong. Most people go into other people's groups and they try to sell and they get kicked out. Jamie and Gina do it the right way. So pay particular attention to that. And uh, you're going to love this episode. They were super fun. I actually caught up with them in Costa Rica. They just travel all around the world working their digital nomad lifestyle. So you're going to enjoy this episode. Grab a cool drink, sit back, relax. And uh, oh, I almost forgot. It's Black Friday week, and I would like to thank our sponsor of this show, Offline Sharks, by mentioning their special Black Friday and Cyber Monday bonanza. That's right, it's back. If you're a freelancer, a website designer, an SEO, a graphic designer, a digital agency owner, you're going to want to head over to offlinesharks.com forward slash Black Friday it starts early on Monday, November 23rd. It runs through Black Friday and the weekend, and it ends Cyber Monday, November 7th at midnight Pacific Standard Time. There's going to be huge discounts and specials on all of Offline Shorts courses, their software tools, as well as some of their most popular of all time courses and a cornucopia bundle packages. Plus, we're going to do a special raffle for the first 500 buyers. So it's going to be a party. So show up. Black Friday, all you have to do, go to offlinesharks.com forward slash Black Friday. The Sharks Black Friday Bonanza is back. Starts Monday the 23rd, ends November 7th at midnight Pacific Standard Time. All right, I hope you have that cool drink. Sit back, relax, enjoy this episode of What's the Secret Podcast. Tired of being at the mercy of your job? Tired of watching your hard work fill someone else's bank account? Want control of your time and lifestyle? Well, if you want the real secrets, the gurus won't tell you of how ordinary people, just like you and me, can create thriving businesses that deliver financial and lifestyle freedom, you're in the right place. Aloha. My name's Tom Gaddis, and welcome to What's the Secret Podcast. All right. Aloha and welcome to What's the Secret? Jamie and Gina, how are you two doing? What's up? Aloha, my friend. That sounds kind of nice. We're also in a tropical vibey place right now. Hola. We're coming directly from a Spanish. Tardes. What's that? Buenas tardes. Buenas tardes. <laughs> it's the afternoon in Costa Rica. So yes. nice to nice to hang out with you. Yeah, it's really great yeah. to hang out with you too. Island life is pretty, it's it's pretty awesome, right? It's legit. It's, yeah. <laughs> Dream. Yeah. 
yeah, I would say if you're going to be stranded somewhere, this is the place to be stranded. Costa Rica or Maui. Either one is good. Either one is good. Well, we got poke bowls, though. Oh, we do. Oh, we have good poke bowls. <laughs> like, not just poke bowls, good ones. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, I'm excited to have you guys on the show because I actually got, uh, just so our listeners know, I actually got in Jamie and Gina's orbit through some mutual friends and some things they were doing, which I thought were really awesome. Specifically, Jamie had this thing about pop-up podcasts, which I was like, I want to know more about that. And so that's kind of how we, that's sort of how we met, right? And we kind of been talking back and forth and doing some things. I was like, I got to get you two on the podcast because I think what you guys are doing is so great. And like right before we hopped on this interview, we were sort of talking about your trajectory and all that stuff. And we'll get to those things in a second. But why don't you, one of the things I'm really interested in, and this has been, I've been thinking about this all the way up to this interview, okay, (laughs) is who was into marketing first? Gina, did you oh, drag Jamie in or Jamie, did you drag Gina in or were you both like, were you both there? Well, the, the, I started my business before he started his business. There's actually a really interesting, this is something we've never been asked. Yeah. And, um, I'm when, ready to argue. Let's yeah, go. When we, when we met, I was marketing and Gina wasn't, she was an engineer, uh-uh, but uh-uh. Gina actually had Tom, started. Tom, let me tell you the All right, story. You go ahead. You were writing, Bossy. you were Bossy. writing. I had that a business. Marketing. Yeah, it was. It was SEO kind of, okay. so yeah. All right. You know what? But I, but I have a business before you do. If you're going to tell the story, tell the story. Don't just talk over me and then say nothing. <laughs> I just wanted to fight about it. I had an LLC first. Okay. She had an LLC first. I had an LTD. There was uh, some, some good stuff going on. So essentially what, what happened was that I started um, my business in 2017 when I started to travel the world. And I bumped into Gina in December of, you know, three months later. And it's kind of hilarious because she was on vacation. And, you know, after we connected with one another, she sort of texted all of her friends and said, don't worry, it's just a jungle fling. And then, you know, went back to the US and I ended up following her. But yeah, technically she started in business before I did when she had her first business in like, what was it, 2016? Yeah, but you've grown faster. I must admit. We grow together. Well, you're growing together now, right? And well, yeah. one of the interesting things I think about your story too is that, so Jamie, I know you started, you had like an agency kind of model, right? Like you were doing Pinterest marketing for, what, were you working with local businesses, bigger clients? This was really funny because my very first Pinterest agency client was, have you ever heard of fan fiction? That vaguely sounds familiar, but I can't. Yeah, it's my- like the weirdest shit online you've ever seen, Tom. Like the people who are like in the darkest corner of the internet who just obsess over Harry Potter or Sherlock Holmes or, you know, Supernatural. And they're so obsessed with the brand and they love it so much that they end up writing their own stories. Let me give you an example. Harry Potter and Malfoy, they get together. Yes. That's a fan fiction. <laughs> There's a That's lot a of different fan fictions. And it's interesting because um, I stumbled across this very first client. I was doing blogging online and I and I did a, a blogging course, which I was going to charge for and I gave away for free. And then one guy in my course was like, Jamie, this Pinterest stuff sounds amazing for driving traffic, but like, I just don't have time. Can you recommend somebody that I can work with? And I was like three clicks away from being like, okay, go work with this person and I'll get like a hundred dollar commission. And then I looked at Gina, I was like, we could do this. We could just do this. Like, let's just do it. So, you know, I wrote him up an invoice and, and uh, sent him an email and we charged him $2,000. And he was an amazing client. We, w- we worked with him for nearly nine months. I did all um, the pin, the graphics, and you did all the marketing. Yeah, which was really interesting. And we ended up getting a few clients, but um, around about in uh, October of 2018, 
18. Is that, how, is that right? No, I yeah. don't know how you know the dates. It, then uh, what happened was Pinterest had this huge algorithm update and we basically lost all of our results overnight. We, we had one client, we were driving 200 to 300,000 page views to their website every month. And the next day it was like 15,000. So we lost all of our clients. And in that moment, you know, I was scrambling to try and figure out, you know, what do I do? Because I didn't want to be at the mercy of the, the Pinterest algorithm. So I was looking for a new business. Yeah, well, I think there's a couple of great things in that story you just told her that our listeners should take away. Number one is Jamie and Gina took a skill they had and turned that into revenue in the short term, right? Like you have this skill, you can turn it instantly into revenue. I think so many people get wrapped up with building a business online that they overlook the fact that in learning how to have a business online, you develop a skill set. As Liam Neeson would say, I have a certain skill set. Right? <laughs> like, yeah, like, like you develop these skills that you can turn into pretty immediate cash that can kind of fund what you're doing with your online business in the in the short term, right? Um, but then the other thing you said there is, you know, being tied to a platform is like it's super scary, you know, because it can there's just so many things outside of your control, right? So the Pinterest thing kind of it goes under, right? And so is this about the time when you started hearing about podcasts and that kind of stuff or what? what well, it was interesting because we, we were, we were actually an Island doing a house sit and, and it was pretty hilarious because we spent three weeks looking after goats and, and pigs and, you know, dogs and digging up our own vegetables, living for free. Like, holy crap. Like we don't have any income. Thank well, we God. also had no internet. Right? So like, thank God because <laughs> our, our business would have crumbled anyway. We had about 256 megabytes of, of data usage at about a, you know, dial up connection speed. So, um, and that's when a friend reached out to me and he's like, Hey, Jamie, you should sign up for the one funnel away challenge. And, you know, looking back now, I know he was just trying to make the hundred bucks commission, but I was so grateful and honestly terrified. And, and this is really interesting because people who know my story, know that when me and Gina went to Funnel Hacking Live, we went from buying the OFA to three months later, flying from Thailand all the way to the US, spending the last of our savings to go to this event. And then at the end of the event, when I had le less money than we'd ever had before in our life, I ended up investing in Russell's $30,000 program. And it's so interesting because I never invested more than $1,000 in an online product before. And I went from buying a $100 product to, you know, paying $1,000 for an event ticket and spending like three, four grand to fly there from Thailand. I'm pretty sure we won the award for idiot, idiot that flew the furthest. And, you know, and then on the back end, absolutely terrified. I, I know because I have the recordings from the event and I got this little freeze frame of my face walking like on this. stage. And I'm just like, and, and for the listeners, the, the face sounded like this, <laughs> on, on, you know, on the stage. My um, face was different when he came home and told me that he just bought a $30,000 program when we were broke. Gina was in the hotel and she was making um, cheese grilled, uh, grilled cheese sandwiches with the iron because we couldn't afford to eat at the, at the hotel. And, uh, but what was interesting is that helped me get over a huge blocking barrier that was in my mind, which was my own worth and investing in myself. And that's something I struggled with for a really long time. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Maybe Gina, you can talk a little bit about that too, because like, I think so many people go through this. Like, I mean, I remember the first time I bought a high ticket course and it's like, you're going to hit that buy button and you're just like, like, I just like, you're almost like grabbing your hand and trying to get it to press. And, and I can't imagine on your side, Gina, like your husband comes home. He's like, 
hey, I just bought this $30,000 thing. You're like, what are you crazy? Looking at from like the spouse point of view, it was definitely different, but it was basically Jamie's mindset. So the first night he had told me, he's like, look at this crazy thing Russell's doing. He wants $30,000. And I'm like, "Ah, well, no. And then I, I knew that he like went to the event and he was thinking about it this whole time. And then Garrett White, Garrett J. White was on stage and he's like, he told Jamie, and though he told, he told everyone, not just Jamie. He whispered like, in my ear. He, he locked <laughs> eyes with me. He like made love to my brain and said, give me the money. No, he said, <laughs> um, you've asked everyone else's permission to buy this, to invest in yourself. But is that what you want? Have you asked yourself? And Jamie's like, I, I didn't ask myself. So then he came home that night and he's like, hey, I, I want to do this. And I invested. And then I didn't say anything. I was like, okay, let's do it. Because it was that, that shift and the first time he was looking for my permission, in which case I would have said, hell no. And I did say, hell no. But then he came to me and he was like, hey, this is what I'm doing. And then as the supportive lady that I am, I was like, all right, we're all in now. Let's do it. I was pretty scared though, to be honest, because we didn't have no money. And I was like, um, literally, maybe I don't tell her. And then like two minutes later, I told her, I was like, nope, this isn't worth it. <laughs> <laughs> he said, what did you say? You're like... Hey, I, I bought you a vacation, a cruise. Because I was like, hey, good news. We're going on a cruise. And she's like, what? I'm like, I bought a program that comes with a cruise. Didn't realize that you had to pay extra for the cruise. Thought the cruise was included. Definitely not. It was just like, you have the privilege of paying to join us on the cruise. And, you know, there we go. So it was- That was a fight for another time though. But it's interesting because that, that cruise was actually the first time that I got invited to speak on a stage. And it was, you know, to Russell's audience. And and that was really an, an interesting journey from when we bought that program to nine months later. Yeah, I want to talk about that too. But I just want to circle back to this with Gina and your support of Jamie is awesome because I know my wife is not a marketer. Like she does not understand anything I'm doing. Like, you know, she's just like, it's just out there to her. But she Are you has, playing on the internet again, Tom? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like, what do you do? You're like, I'm really not sure exactly what you do, you know, um, but she has been super supportive. Like she has really like stood behind me. And I think that's really critical, especially when you're, if anybody's listening to this and you're in a relationship, I I think it's really important that you communicate with whoever you're in the relationship, whether they're into marketing or not, so that you guys can at least be on the same page of where you're wanting to go. Like you can have shared goals, even though you might be trying to get there in different ways. Right. So kudos, Gina. That's, I mean, it takes, it takes guts to do that. You don't think about it at the time, but it's like, whoo, it, it takes. I think it's interesting as well, because now it, it really feels like a partner in the business, you know? And, yeah. But it didn't always feel like that. I, I used to feel like an employee and we've had that conversation. We sat down and it's like, Hey, I feel like I'm just an employee and not like a partner. Cause like I'm a partner in your life, but I'm, I also want to be a partner in the business. So we've since changed that role. We've done really good. And and it's interesting because now it really is that I can trust her to deal with parts of the business that she's way better at than me. And I can operate in my little zone of genius, you know, playing on the computer, you know, for three hours a day or whatever I do. But it's, it's interesting that we have those different strengths that that we can use together. But it is hard because we are both like very type A and we both, we both think we're very right. Yes. Yeah. I am always (laughs) right. No, well, you know, I, I have a partner in uh, my business, Offline Sharks, and we teamed up because we had very different skill sets. Like he was more the technical behind the scenes kind of person. I was more the in front of the audience doing the sales videos, all that stuff. Those roles have slowly started to uh, shift over time as he's, you know, gotten better and learned and, and wanted to move into more of those things. So I think in any partnership, whether it's 
you know, uh, whether it's your wife or your business partner, it's like, it's important that everybody is working towards the same thing. Right. And you have, and that communication is key too. So no one feels like, you know, knows out of joint uh, what somebody else is doing. Right. Like it's sometimes it's hard to keep your ego out of it. Oh, a hundred percent. Like sometimes it's hard. You're like, you got to always keep that thing in check. Well, Jamie, so I want to talk to, so, so you buy this $30,000 course, right? You go home, you tell Gina, she doesn't kick you out of the house, which is good. Right. You're like, you're what still, house, um, we don't have a house. We were living out of a suitcase, but yeah. Okay, on her okay. mom's right. floor. She, did, yeah, she didn't kick you out of the hotel room. And uh, so what happened after that? Like, well, it was really interesting because I came away from the event super fired up, super motivated. Um, one of the big things at the time was I, I really wanted to start a podcast because I'd, I'd seen at Funnel Hacking Live on the very first day, Nicholas Bailey was talking and he was talking about your mess becomes your message. When you share your authentic pain and truth and exactly who you are with people, they become magnetically attracted to you. And, and I put that into practice on the second day of Funnel Hacking Live. And I started walking up to people and I wasn't Jamie, the guy who ran the agency. I was like, hey, I'm Jamie who's scared and flew halfway around the world because I don't know what the hell to do. And when that happened, people really started to bomb with me. And, you know, I'd gone from having, you know, pretty much no friends and being fed up with meeting people in this, you know, very fast paced travel environment where, you know, the next minute someone who's been there for two days is gone. And I really started to build these powerful relationships. And by the end of the week, you know, when I ended up going on stage, you know, to go and say, hey, I bought into this program, I had people cheering my name from the crowd saying, yes, Jamie, you've done this. This is so awesome. This is exactly what you need. And that was really profound for me. And, and it was something that I didn't want to lose. If you're a digital agency owner, a freelancer, a website designer, a social media person, a SEO, a graphic designer, any one of those things, you're going to want to head over and check out the OfflineSharks.com Black Friday sale. Offline Sharks has quickly become the go-to place for freelancers and agency owners to learn their craft, not only how to bring clients in, but also how to provide all the services that digital marketing can entail. And starting on November 23rd, they're running their Black Friday Bonanza. And it's a huge discounts on all of their best-selling courses, uh, all of their softwares. There's Cornucopia bundle packages, and they're also gonna have a special raffle for the first 500 customers. So check it out. You just go to offlinesharks.com forward slash Black Friday. That's offlinesharks.com forward slash Black Friday. Head over there. You're going to love all the deals on all their amazing products and courses. And uh, we thank them very much for sponsoring this show. Now back to the episode. So I decided, I was like, man, I've been listening to Steve Larson about the power of publishing. Russell talks about publishing all the time. So I made the decision that I was going to uh, start the podcast. So right after Fun Hacking Live, we recorded the first episodes. And that next week was painful because my only client to that point um, who hadn't paid me in three months actually ended up asking for a $2,000 refund. So I was at this point where I just paid $2,000 I didn't have on the credit card. I somehow had to refund another $2,000 that I didn't have. And then I had another $2,500 payment coming out in the next couple of days. Bit. Literally, you know, I was pretty much bedridden and, you know, face down in the pillow saying like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And then, you know, kind of like 
a week before the deadline of when it all had to happen, I just kind of sat up and, and started doing it. And it was really interesting because at that point I had had all the excuses, all the fear, oh my gosh, I'm going to quit. I have to cancel this, blah, 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 blah. And then I hit this point where I was like, no one's coming to save me. I need to save myself. And within a week and a half, we generated about $7,000 worth of revenue through trying to sell you know, our agency services. And it got us through that um, for the next couple of months. But it really proved to me that it was possible, right? It, it was you know, this ability to just sit up and say, you know what, I'm going to take action. And that's something that, that we've kind of kept with us. And it's really a huge part of our program at the center of it, because that's what helped me so much get through it, you know? Yeah. Well, I think that's such a key thing you put in there. Cause we always talk about the, I've been saying this a lot uh, in our group and to our students is like, we always talk about the events, right? When somebody hits seven figures, it's an event. And everybody's like, Oh, I want seven figures. But what we very rarely talk about are the days, the hours, the minutes, the weeks of like, I mean, Gina, how, I mean, how much time do you guys, I mean, you probably spend every day creating some type of content, right? Like you show up every day. Definitely. We try to batch as much as possible, but like, yeah, we're always putting in that time, that work, even like the background stuff that you don't see. And everyone's like, oh, you travel full time. Like it's so luxurious. Like, yeah, but we're in the beautiful island right now. And we're in, in a, in a, what's it called? Co-working space. Co-working space, you know, doing it. Yeah. Like putting in the work, right? Like putting in the work. Yeah. I mean, I think that's so key. And the other thing too, Jamie, to what you said there about the like the the laying in bed and not wanting to get out. Like it's, it's, I think it's good for people to know that like those feelings are going to come. That stuff is going to happen, right? It's real and it doesn't go yep. away yep. either. Like yep. we still experience it frequently. Yeah. One thing that we're really great with as a partnership is that when we see the other person having a down day, you know, we're, we're kind of there and, you know, I'm there for Gina when she needs me. She's the one that pulls me out when I'm feeling like that. It happened yesterday. Like I was feeling that way yesterday. You know, and some people look at your business and you're like, oh my gosh, you're hugely successful. You're doing this, that, and the other, but it doesn't stop those feelings. Like you're always going to experience that. So is why I think it's so important to be able to have people around you and those relationships that help you to bounce back. And a mentor and a coach. We both have different coaches um, for both of our personality types because I'm quite like obnoxious and brash and I don't like to take things too seriously, but Jamie's quite sensitive and he has a lot of feelings and um, we have different coaches that appeal to us. And we, we literally, we, we love our coaches. They've helped us through all kinds of situations. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean that, yeah, that's critical too. I know we, my business partner and I, we have the, I've, there's been days I come like, dude, you need to talk me off the ledge. I'm like, cause I'm on the ledge looking over and like, if you don't talk me down, like I'm we're going to be in job. trouble. Yeah. And there's days he's done the same thing. He's texting me like, I'm on the ledge. Like, <laughs> what do we do? So, so talk a little bit about, cause one of the things I think really it, that's interesting, Jamie, about what you guys have been able to do is you really went into this existing community, which is, you know, the funnel hacker community, Russell Brunson, all that stuff. And which ironically enough, like, you know, people say like, Tom, how did you guys start your online business, your info product business? Like, and the truth is we took, um, uh, which one was it? Dot com secrets. Like I took dot com secrets and we just did everything that was in that book. And it Do was like, it yeah, and it worked. It was like, it, you know, it's amazing. And we've added some things and, you know, kind of put our own touches on it over time, but that was a really good starting point. So I want to hear a little bit about how you guys, how you leverage that community. Cause I think for a lot of people that are out there, you know, you're sitting there, you don't have an audience. 
you don't really know what to do. So what are some tips and some things you can tell people of how to go into an existing community and, and use that to build up what you're doing? I think, I think it's a great question because one of the very first things that we did is when we launched the podcast Profit Lab in May of 2019, which was, you know, three months into being into um, Russell's Two Comic Club X program, you know, we didn't actually have any list at all of relevant people. I had people that weren't my dream customers. And we basically just ditched that email list completely and started again from scratch. And something that I've learned a lot about over, you know, the last couple of years is this idea of red ocean, blue ocean strategy. But what I think the mistake a lot of people make is that they think that in creating their blue ocean, AKA a unique solution, they feel like people will just kind of find it automatically. And we took a very different approach. We said, you know, okay, we're going to create something unique with podcasting, but my dream customers are entrepreneurs. Like I'm hanging out with these people. These are the people I want to spend my time with. It's not orthodontists. It's not, you know, these online companies that I don't have anything in common with. It's other gritty entrepreneurs like me that are making it happen. And the only place that I knew that those people existed were within the ClickFunnels space. So I realized I had a huge opportunity because not only were we going to go in and make an impact and try and become well-known in ClickFunnels, but we were actually doing it inside of the Two Comma Club X community as well. We had not just the 200,000 people in the ClickFunnels community, but we had these 1,000 to 1,500 people who were you know, highly targeted. They were the best of the best within ClickFunnels, and we could really make an impression to them. And for me, those 1,000 concentrated people were worth a million times more than the free community because they had so much pull and sway themselves. They had existing audiences, they had authority, they had you know the, the fact that they were well known. And if I could impress them inside of that community, I knew that it would translate across. So we went in there and we decided, okay, we're gonna become Russell's best student. We went in there, we posted, we provided value on every coaching call. I was helping other people, I was trying to lead by example. And we ended up launching our offer. And the key for us was, you know, we don't need a lot of people. If I can create a really amazing post on Facebook that sounds like a compelling offer, I can bring 100 or 200 people into a community. I know that we can launch this product. And that's exactly what we did. We went into the ClickFunnels space and we created just huge value posts. Everything that I'd known about podcasting up to that two or three months of doing it, discovering podcast closing, figuring out how to get into the top 200, discovering different ways that you could monetize instead of having to wait 12 months, being able to make money in the first 28 days. I took all of that and I just gave it away for free. I did a huge post inside of ClickFunnels. And what I really love to do inside of other Facebook groups is this combination of celebration, um, recognition, and then pure value. And those posts for me always blow up the most. And what we do is we, first of all, celebrate a win. So we went into the ClickFunnels free group and we said, oh my gosh, we just figured out, you know, X, Y, Z. Thank you so much, ClickFunnels. And we celebrated this result that we had gotten of making five or $6,000 and because we celebrated, other people wanted to celebrate with us. So they engaged on the post. They dropped a love on it. They commented. They encouraged us. And then we you know, gave that recognition to ClickFunnels where it was quite rightly from. And even though that was a completely genuine post, it also protects you because 
inside of ClickFunnels community, they don't want people going in and pulling people out of that community. They want people who are going to make them look better. So by sharing that value and saying, oh my gosh, Russell Brunson helped me to do this. He helped me to discover my who. He said, don't worry about serving anybody that isn't your dream customer. I give you permission to go for it. We really celebrated Russell and made him look like a rock star. And then in telling that story of what we had accomplished, I told the story of what we were doing, which was launching my own podcast, publishing just like Russell. Russell told me to and discovering this unique way in which we can do things differently. And in that post, I gave immense value of all the things that we had discovered. And then I encouraged people to drop more questions down below. And everybody who asked a question, I went and I didn't just leave a one or a two sentence answer. I put four, five, six, sometimes even seven paragraphs in response to each comment. And what that post turned into was, you know, like 700 uh, likes. It had like 350 comments, but anybody that looked at that post and saw all the value that I was giving throughout that entire thread instantly looked at me and said, oh my gosh, this guy is the person who knows about podcasting. And literally within the space of seven to 14 days inside of that ClickFunnels community where all of my dream customers were, I was suddenly the expert. And it was really interesting how it didn't take long at all. It literally took seven to 10 days, one really big post, a couple other posts where I gave value, commenting on other people's questions. And people instantly started to look at me and say, this guy knows what he's talking about. And in that time, we didn't say, oh my gosh, we've got this result. We've done that. I was just real honest. I was like, I'm just a dude who started a podcast two months ago and I figured out some stuff. And let me tell you what I figured out. And we just focused on pure value. And then everybody that got value ended up coming back to my profile. On my profile was a post that said, oh my gosh, we're going to do this free training. You need to come into our Podcasting 101 Facebook group. And then once they commented on that post, we invited them in. And just that little strategy alone, it didn't only generate us the two or 300 people that helped us to launch the offer, but it put us on the radar inside of ClickFunnels. And that's what allowed us to continue to grow and continue to pull more customers out of it. And just organically, I think by the end of the year, we did nearly two hundred dollars to $250,000 completely organically just from using that strategy. And as a byproduct of all that, the people who received all that value, the people who came through our program, because we give it all away. Whenever someone asks a question about podcasting, those people, they refer back to us. So we like, get tagged all the time. All the time. So it's like, it's just goodwill that follows, you know? Yeah. I mean, that strategy is, I mean, that's, that's awesome. Like, I hope you get, if you're listening to this, you should rewind and take notes on what Jamie and Gina just laid out there because that strategy is killer. Um, you know, I've been telling, I've been telling people for a long time, like, you don't have to be the expert out of the gate. Like if you just have a small result, share that small result. Like you just need to be a little bit ahead of everyone else, you know, or the people that you're helping. And you don't need to worry about, you know, you don't need to wait till you're doing seven figures to start sharing that stuff. Like just whatever success you're having, share it and things will grow from that. And the way that you talked about, you know, making Russell the star, I think that's so smart because so many people go into those Facebook groups and they don't do that and they just get booted. 
right? And the thing is, and the thing you got to remember as well is that this isn't just like, oh, I'm going to strategically make Russell the star. No, like we genuinely love the guy. Every yeah. podcast interview I've ever done, I've name dropped him. I've given, you know, respect to him. You have a shirt of just Russell's face. Just Russell's face. I have a shirt of him, um, which is like covered in Russell Brunson faces. It's actually the shirt I wore when I spoke <laughs> on the cruise for him. But uh, it was really, really interesting that for us, it's just about authenticity. I genuinely, it wasn't a tactic. Like I genuinely wanted to help these people. And then if they saw that there was some kind of connection between me and them and they wanted to learn further, that's when they came into our fold. And I think this is the number one reason why we have such an engaged and powerful community is that, you know, we're not trying to be anybody that we're not. We're just genuinely looking to try and help people, help them understand that this doesn't have to be hard. You know, having success with podcasting, having success with a business it's not complicated. It's very, very simple, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's easy. And so many people make that mistake of overcomplicating it and making it really difficult. Um, but for me, it's about just connecting with people on a real level. Yeah. I mean, so true. And, you know, I, I think you just, you approached the thing you were just talking about with the group and click funnels, like you approach it like a real person, right? Like you realize that Russell has invested a lot of time, money in building up this community. Like, why would you just go in and start like not acknowledging what's going on? And two, plus like you really, like he really does bring value, right? So you're getting value and then sharing that as well. So, man, that's awesome. That is awesome. So where can people go to find out more about Jamie and Gina? Well, I mean, the number one place, which if you guys want to come for the tactics and stay for the banter is absolutely our Changemakers podcast. And if you guys want to check that out, you can head to changemakersmovement.com forward slash podcast. Me and Gina do an episode every week. Usually we're like falling over equipment or laughing or joking at each other and, you know, interviewing cool people. It's a blast. We keep it pretty real. Um, and also, if you want to learn more about how you can actually use a podcast to, you know, really accelerate and grow your business, which is the thing that we believe in so much, it's so powerful, then please, you know, come check out our free community. You can go to Facebook and type in Podcasting 101 and we're right in there. Or you guys can head to joinpodcasting101.com and, and come directly there too. Yeah, that's awesome. And I will put notes, uh, I'll put links to all that in the show notes for the listeners. And uh, I highly recommend you check out their podcast, Changemakers, because I was telling Gina before we got on the interview, some of her intros were hilarious. Like the the uh, the the chemistry, the energy, the authenticity that you're talking about definitely comes through in that podcast. And I think it's a great thing for anybody listening to this who's trying to build an audience or grow, you should just pay attention to what they're doing, right? Because that's that's what's working in the marketplace today. I think it's no longer the look at all the stuff I know, like you just have to be a real person showing other real people how they can have some success. So, and that's why I wanted to bring Gina so much more to the front of the business because she is just so transparently, authentically, just like Gina. And she, nice way to say she don't apologize, you know, she's just like, here I am, here's what I'm going to say. And if you don't like it, well, you know, there's the door, but people love her. Like she's our lead coach inside She's of our taking program. me off customer support. Yeah, I, I handle customer support now, but at the front of the business, she's incredible. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, look, if you're listening to this again, there'll be links to everything Jamie mentioned in the show notes. Uh, definitely check out their podcast or their podcast, Changemakers. It's really, really a great show. Um, Gina, Come Jamie. Yeah, thanks so much for being here. Really appreciate it. If you guys enjoyed this episode, I'd appreciate it if you head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and drop a review. Uh, let me know. Head over to TomGaddis.com. You can see all the show notes, 
Also, you can download my free e-guide, The Milk It Method, which talks a lot about strategies that we mentioned on this episode. So check that out as well. Thanks again for listening. Everybody stay safe and practice aloha. Once again, thank you so much for carving out the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. If you found it helpful, then please share it with someone else. Just simply share the link or post it on Facebook and say, check this out. Really make my day if you did that. Also, make sure you subscribe if you haven't already so every podcast gets sent straight to you and you don't have to go searching for it. Again, my name's Tom Gaddis, and I'll see you next week on What's the Secret Podcast. Aloha for now, everyone.